Hello, everybody. Welcome to Riverdinks. I forgot for a second what I say. Um, as always, we're your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. And I'm Bella. And Bella, can we get that famous theme song? Riverdinks. Killing it. Sure where I was going to go with it, but. As opposed to your usual orchestrated, very, very planned out (laughs) exceptions. Um, Okay, I'm going to hop right in. This week's, because like events occurred, this week's episode was season six, episode eight, entitled Chapter 103 The Town. It was um, directed by rob siding glands and written by brian e peterson and it originally aired on april 3rd 2022 and nothing happened just kidding this is what happened jughead can read minds he hasn't told anybody riverdale there's an article published in jughead's newspaper published anonymously called riverdale the worst town in america it's just slandering it back and forth and back and forth um Abigail is keeping Cheryl locked away inside her mind. Britta and Nana Rose talk about this. Nana Rose is like, you have to go get Cheryl. You have to put Abigail to sleep. And then you have to also be asleep. And then you have to go into her mind and get her. But make sure you wake up before Abigail or you're trapped forever or something. Or we'll die. Something. Something bad. Um, and also they're in when she goes into Abigail's mind uh, to see Cheryl in her dreams. Uh, it's like a mirror dimension where Cheryl is being terrorized by her mother. Okay. There's a Riverdale town hall meeting. Everybody's very upset about the Riverdale uh, worst town in America article. And then Percival Pickens goes, I wrote it. Anyways, I think we should get rid of all the homeless people by sending them far away. And Jughead is like, I don't think we should do that. Uh, People have varying opinions on that. And they're kind of like, well, let's come up with a solution. Everyone come up with a solution or something. Um, Britta knocks out Abigail, goes into her dream, sees Cheryl. This happens several times in the episode. Um, Veronica decides to prove Alice and the haters wrong, as she says, and make sure the casino is really above board because she cannot get her fucking mind away from her own self-interest for but a moment um (laughs) that was an objective uh note that i wrote anyways um everyone proposes solutions for the town of riverdale and veronica's plan is to make the make riverdale like the new atlantic city using the casino archie's plan is to build mini houses for every everyone who needs a house um but they say that's too expensive but we can start by building one um and pickens is like let's just get them out of here um veronica and reggie realize they can't turn a profit at the casino by going legit um so and then also turns out someone has committed suicide in the casino and they go and they look at it and they're like darn we better call geraldo because this would really be a bad news story so we need to like take care of this in the mirror dimension, um, this I've said this like three times. This is really all that's happening in the mirror dimension. Cheryl is suffering at the hands of her mother, is what's happening um, over and over again. Uh, 
Kevin is um, with other people working on the mini houses for the homeless people. And then Doc hits Kevin in the head with a hammer. Um, there's a Chime app sponsorship. They build one of the mini houses. There's a Benjamin Moore sponsorship. Um, Veronica asks Geraldo to look into Percival Pickens. The mini one mini house that they built is vandalized with cruel words <laughs> against the inhabitants. Um, Doc is in prison or he's in uh, the police station or something. And he talks to Jughead and he's like, I don't remember hurting Kevin at all. Uh, but I do. It's like someone put the thought in my mind, someone with a British accent. <laughs> uh, Jughead is talking to Percival Pickens and then he's trying to read Pickens's mind. And then he's P- Pickens is like, get out of my mind with his thoughts. Mm-hmm. So he knows Jughead can read his mind in the mirror dimension. Uh, Britta goes to Cheryl and she's like, your mom is not real. She's in your mind. And her mom is like, you sapphic slut. And then um, Cheryl turns around and she looks epic and she's taken control of the dream world. Cause it's in her mind and she's got control of it now. Um, Pickens they're they've just ah, back at the town hall or somewhere i don't mm-hmm. actually remember where this conversation was but they're like we're gonna go and we're gonna we're gonna go continue to build all the little houses and then pickens comes up oh they're in the parking lot yeah and then pickens comes up and he's like um don't worry i talked to everybody and i gave them each a hundred dollars and they got on buses and they're gone forever um call it the power of persuasion and sure enough sketch alley is completely empty uh there's a town hall meeting uh kevin's dad is like this guy is going to be a cop with me um and then also veronica and reggie just cannot grasp anything else that's happening and they talk to alice and they're like Can, what about the casino and she's like well i don't think we could really do the casino because of the name lodge is like synonymous with corruption and she's like i am not my father And then 20 seconds later, she's like, let's double down on the corruption and go (laughs) all in. And then Betty is back because she was off losing TBK in somewhere in the country. Um, And she says that the light is triggering her headaches and she can still read auras and that's fine. And they're like, we gotta, Jughead can read minds. So we gotta like figure something out, I guess. And Pickens is no good because he knows Jughead can read his mind. And then we see Pickens looking at a big investigation wall with pictures of everybody and a picture of young Archie Andrews. Youngish. It might not be young. He has like the scar in the middle of his forehead that he used to have a lot more prominently. And it was one picture of Tony with pink hair. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And that's the episode. So thank you thank for doing you for a fantastic recap. job yeah, as always. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank- wow. <laughs> Love the praise. Um, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So yes or no. Did you like it? I did, but I less did. than last week's episode. Yeah. It was you agree. Yeah, it's a lot of information delivery happening, but that mm. kind of always is happening. I liked it. I felt like it was less information delivery than usual because I right. like when they're just like, here is so much information. Right. And this time I felt like they were kind of just like so taking it on, slow. Maybe, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. I, yeah, it was me too. I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. I concur. I liked it. I, it wasn't my favorite. 
but I did like it. So let's talk about it. Jughead has not told anybody at the beginning of the episode that he can read minds. He finally tells Archie at the end. Thank God. Thank God. But they he really can read minds, like for real. They're, I I love it. I can't get enough. Every time he was reading someone's mind, I was loving it. I had to keep remembering it was happening. And it was just like nonstop joy. I loved it in that. Yeah, I love that part of it for sure. Um, if I was joking, I could just read your mind right now. And I say he really like can read people's minds and he didn't tell anyone for a while. That's <laughs> not even Tabitha. Not even Tabitha. I thought he would. T- I was so excited when it was Tabitha we realized it with because I thought he would tell her. But and he like, just did. She's just out of the loop though. She is consistently like the best person. Yeah. There. Like he can trust her. And here are the things that we know about her as a character. Almost nothing. That's it. Good list, Jay. She's a business yes. owner. She's a business owner. That's all. She's a from a family of business owners. And boy is she from Chicago. Boy is she savvy. She's from She's Chicago. So smart. I think she's great. I wish they would I give just, her anything at all. That's like the anything. thing, yeah. She started out with a backstory mm-hmm. and then I just threw it all out the window once she started dating Jughead and she became just his, his sidekick. And I do like that in this episode, compared to some recent episodes, I do think that they gave her at least some more plot lines like she not really mm-hmm. her own plot lines, like they're still really lacking in that sense. Mm-hmm. But she did at least have lines and dialogue she had lines. Had nothing to do yeah. with Jughead. Like she, she wore outfits besides her uniform. Yes. Yeah. So that's huge. That's true. She helped move a plot point along in terms of like helping to build the houses. Right. True. She's good. She was okay. So. They should take 10% of Cheryl's wardrobe budget and give it to Tabitha. Yeah. Because really give her some outfits. And I'm not talking about one pink sweater. Like not jeans. Betty territory. Like give her. Betty's a lost cause. Betty's a lost cause. Tabitha has hope. Tabitha, please. Veronica, just like get your fucking. She looks nice. Oh, oh, she looks nice. I thought we were talking. I, I didn't realize we were talking about wardrobe. Still, so. okay, sorry. Um, she looks nice. Usually, sometimes she looks kind of matronly to me in the way she dresses. But, like, it, I think it's hard for me to judge her clothing because I'm so focused on disliking her. That's fair. I liked her more in this episode. You were kind of hard of her, on her in your description. But she, she did try to take the high road, but she realized that for she could one not. one minute! She couldn't, the casino wouldn't be able to run otherwise if she wasn't. Do something else! You think they're gonna, they've been talking about this casino for so long in the show. I know, but it's so sh- it's so hollow how she's like, I'm gonna really do the right thing. Actually, ooh, she like can't. Not gonna. She can't. <laughs> she could do something else. I, I don't just know. said I just... they can't get rid of the casino. They just built it. What about they her high end jewelry store? What about her maple th- her maple rum thing? What about like she has so much? What about when she was a teacher? Is she not a teacher anymore? I guess none of them are teachers anymore. But like all the kids on. are dead. 
all the kids are long dead. <laughs> the kids were all living in Sketch Alley. Now they're gone. They <laughs> shipped them away. I just, I was really annoyed with how, like, like Jughead is reading minds right now. To be and fair, she's not is, even looped in. Well, she's not been looped in. She wasn't looped in. She, she doesn't even know that like, they were attacked by a serial killer. Like, she doesn't know anything. She's not this anything. is the most looped in she's been, talking to Percival. You're right. I am defending her pretty hard because she was... I know it's, like, really annoying, but she was, like, more tolerable to me. They found out that a man had committed suicide, and they were like... That's true. Yeah, I mean... That's, that's, that's true. Gotta hide this. Whatever. I don't have sympathy for her. She annoys me so much. Whatever. But I'm glad that you're defending her, because I feel like she doesn't, she doesn't deserve all three of us to bag on her at once. I did, like... I'm sorry, I'm not disagreeing with... I like I am disagreeing it's, with you, but I'm not weird. like you're not wrong. Sorry, continue. I did like Reggie's reactions, just being like, no, like we can't do any illegal <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh man. And when she's like, all right, I want us to do the illegal things again. He goes like, yes. Like, he looks so yeah. happy. Yeah. I that was such a cheap joke, but I thought it was funny. I liked when um when she was in the end like. I take it back. We're gonna go and we're gonna do things my father's way or whatever she said. And then Reggie's like, so you're saying we'll mm-hmm. do scams? And it's like, yes. <laughs> he just needed to be clear. Yeah. That was very hard. I feel bad how harsh I was to my friend Ronnie just now. I just really... She's not your friend, though. She's, she's pretty not typical. my friend. I was just defending her and you have never heard that before, so... That's true. I the thing is though if I if I can step back and remember that she's not real it's pretty entertaining and it's fine to watch not really a problem with her doing it but mark my words if she becomes real I'll have a problem with it (laughs) for sure Jay I think it's really fair I mean the show is just becoming so hyper real right now like Mm -hmm. with all these plot lines it's hard to remember sometimes that it's not a documentary it is it's like i i'm at work and they're like how was your weekend and i'm like oh my friend can read minds and they're like what and i'm like oh wait sorry that wasn't real you wouldn't understand (laughs) i was trying to um i called my dad last week while i was at the train station i was waiting for my train and i was just like updating him on the most recent Riverdale episode and the people at the train station were looking at me like I had lost my ever-loving mind. You're kidding. Oh my god. Are you okay? And I was just like trying to talk. It was a silent train stop. It was like (sighs) 7.30 in the morning and everyone was and I'm just like and so Archie uh, is heavier, denser and invulnerable. (laughs) Trying to lower my voice but I people really had some thoughts. What I would give to have an unknowing blank slate audience forced to listen to me talk about Riverdale with nowhere to go. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you guys think about the mirror dimension? Okay, what I liked it. Actually. Yeah, I I didn't have a problem with that concept. Like, I think it's a really interesting one. I didn't understand how Britta was getting there. They were making it sound like it's just like if two people nap near one another. She had, I think, Abigail so. previously inhabited her body. 
That's they did Anna, point that Anna out. Rose said that because oh, Abigail previously okay. had her body, they were tethered in some way. That's what Nana Rose gotcha. said. Gotcha. Okay, I missed that part. It was right was at the beginning like, when you were distracted by the hay. <laughs> I was really distracted by the hay. Mm-hmm. I love that she's just constantly just like doing a kind of a playboy pose. Yeah, like the on the hay. Just laying on the hay. <laughs> I mean, I wish I was trapped in a room with hay. Like, I wouldn't have to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to do for your birthday this year. Yeah, I'm going to buy a bunch of hay. I mean. That's not what I mean. If I was... Fill a room with hay. If I lock you in there. Well, Leanna Rose doesn't have a job. So, like, she doesn't have anywhere else to be. That's what I mean. Like... <laughs> Maybe rather, you just wish you didn't have a job. Uh, yeah, I would rather be left in everyone with just hanging <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I thought um, Cheryl Slade. Yeah. She's I thought like, Madeline Patch Slade as yeah, well. Yeah. When she was being, because like, so I didn't mention in the, in the synopsis but like the whole mirror dimension thing was her kind of being like her as a child almost or like feeling like a child and her mother treating her like a child um i thought she was doing a great job of that when she was just like crying in the corner i was like dang okay yeah like she it was intense she was acting it was intense her mom was scary was the girl heather that she's referencing is that her first crush that we talked about okay that was mentioned ages ago yeah that's a very sad yeah i'm glad they did that very sad made me think that because i was i couldn't tell and and i'm sure it's meant to be ambiguous at least to some extent if it was meant to be like these are like memories or this is just like a scary thing she's picturing Mm -hmm. or like i think it's supposed to be like in the good place I don't know if you've watched The Good Place. I have but watched have, like, with it. In The Bad Place, they'll do like, they design each person's hell or whatever. Yeah. What would be worse for them? And I feel like that's like, this is what Abigail has designed of like bringing mm. trauma and creating like, who would be the scary demon? It would be her mom. Yeah, like I don't think that her mom, because her mom, I don't think was implied to ever have been necessarily abusive towards Jason, and we see her being abusive towards both of them. That's true. True. Yeah, Yeah. that's more I was thinking about. I was was trying to think like, is this which of these things happens or whatever? But I think it's just like generally, her mom is terrible. True. Mm -hmm. Like bad in a lot of ways but i think a lot of it was just she felt almost like a studio ghibli villain like she Mm -hmm. felt very like cartoonish oh i thought the actress was doing amazing yeah i thought she was doing great i loved that they like gave her like different eyebrows and eye makeup to make her look more like creepy and animated and the way she was just like moving around around. yeah when it was like the you are trapped like your corporeal body is taken over and like it was the voiceover over we're talking about penalty right yeah okay sorry You're going really, um no like, i was just listening and then you uh, stopped um i'm scared we weren't talking about that <laughs> like when she was like throwing shit around the house mm-hmm. like slow-mo i thought that was good that was neat yeah just the way she carried herself it made it um 
like to me that made the distinction between it being like well I know I was just talking about how I wasn't sure but I think it what decided the distinction for me was like her acting in it versus it being like her she's stuck in her memories or something Mm -hmm. like she was it was like a weird thing it was cool I liked it me too loved the mirror dimension that was the thing I had spoiled for me it was just a picture of the three of them and it just said mirror dimension blossoms and I was like no what (laughs) um that was wild I liked I liked Britta's contribution. I like that they're Me giving too. her more yeah. to do. I think she's a good actress. And I like that we haven't, like, I like that they still have young folks, like, on the show, like, young characters. Yes. I like that she was called a sapphic slut and she held, she held it, held it together. She held her own. Screw you. Screw you. <laughs> That's funny. That was pretty good. They should have let their, their, you know how every, uh, PG TV shows allowed to one F bomb <laughs> in the entire run of the show. <laughs> <laughs> they should have used it. If Riverdale had one F bomb, where would you put it from the show that has aired so far or an imagined scene? I would have think it would be someone saying fuck you to Hiram, but mm. he's gone now. So. I can't think of a good moment for that. I think that's like the only. But like, like it's. Fuck you, Daddy Kings. No, I feel like it would have been when they were running around town or something. Something like the moments passed because there's no one on the show that has this weight anymore. You know. That's true. What if it was when he went? Jughead fucking Jones! (laughs) I feel like it could be funny if it was just someone, like, them doing crazy shit, and then them going, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? That'd be funny. That'd be good. I think I was really interested with because, like, there was a lot of Riverdale's uh, political compass alignment just moving around. Sorry, I'm playing with this. I'll put it back together. Playing with the laser. Um, Riverdale's political compass shifting yet again, I feel like. I mean, I think it's, yeah. I mean, not in all ways. I think it took a pretty solid stance in this. Yeah, but I think it's a stance that it hasn't taken before. Yeah, yeah. Is what I mean. Very, like, very clearly, like, anti, like, like Jay said, like, very anti-cop, like, when they were talking about, like, like, um, Sheriff Keller like partnering with Percival and stuff like that and him being like we're gonna keep the peace and we're gonna yeah that's whatever and like all the talk about like homeless people and stuff like Mm -hmm. everything that Percival said was like so it's like so interesting that they bring a British person in to do it Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. maybe he had to be British because his voice is telling people to do terrible things and that's like the only way they'd be able to fit I think so that was the only clue that was the only clue he had a British accent um Otherwise, they would not. I mean, they would have, like, they saw, like, Veronica saw him whispering on the camera to that guy. But it's very funny to me that they have the British guy espouse these political beliefs. He's just, like, at the very beginning when they were talking about, like, she was what? She was looking at the. No, don't I didn't notice because I was going like this. I'm sorry. Stop looking. Ever look directly into the laser? I think I didn't, she could have been doing it for ages. <laughs> I think it's okay. Um, if it wasn't shining right in her eyes, I think it's okay. Yeah. Um, 
at the beginning of the episode when they were talking about they were like we got a clear sketch alley i was kind of like oh what are what are they yeah. gonna say now yeah. but then i was i was shocked honestly mm-hmm. that they took such a like specific stance on it and that they were like and when when pickens was like these people don't want your handouts and they don't want your help and all the citizens of the town don't want them there or whatever. Mm. And they were like, and I think it's so funny that they're picking and I'm, you know, glad that they're picking those beliefs to be pinned to this horribly cartoonish, evil, slimy British man. Mm -hmm. His Britishness is very comical. Yeah he's like or she's like so you're english and he's like yeah no more they have anything else to say about it yeah. <laughs> just I like, really in case you missed it it's his voice like it has to like yeah i wonder if that actor is british his accent was pretty good people can fake that i've seen it i think they riverdale got someone who could I don't feel like it's that uncommon for people to be able to do an accent like Jay Alpha does every british episode accent. well it's i feel like an american accent's like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like actors actors are pretty good. But I (laughs) there are some bad actors on this television show. Who? Bite your tongue. Who? Um name names. Cole Sprouse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Fair. I'm sorry. I I think it's I'm sure he's I feel like he is. He's English. Thank you. I think it's kind of weird that they are taking like an anti-cop standpoint but then they're yeah. also pro fbi like they're still like yeah the fbi is like remember when party. betty <laughs> beat up all those people in that they love cops previously like, yeah, yeah. pretty strongly Which except for when evil so hiram's taking over the good name of the, of the sheriff's department why is it so shocking though? yeah i know you're right though the fbi is treated as like a neutral party it's like always good well that's because it's the wonderful u.s government stepping in when they find corruption you literally put it so close up my ear like up towards it you i'm gonna you went like well now that we're <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna to get rid of this. Sorry, we're fighting, Bella. Are you happy to see that? I also loved when, and we all laughed. We all laughed when um, Veronica said, "We have to prove Alice and the haters wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> by doing their taxes." Yeah, they're like no tax evasion once and for all. I love Reggie's face when she says that. He's just like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. We actually have to do our taxes this year. I, mean, I thought he was very funny. Babylonium just like has to be like the dep- most depressing place on earth. I don't know. Why? Because it's in Riverdale, which is like worst town in America. Quote, unquote, worst town in America. And like, who's going there? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they don't get much tourism. So it would probably just be like a lot of like heavy gamblers. Mm-hmm. And it's run by, and it's the interior is so ugly. It is ugly it's inside. Really ugly. But every now and then, Veronica will perform "Marry the Night" in a silver leotard and bring I the house. Yeah, yeah. What happened universe. to that? Oh, you're right. It was a different universe. It was a, universe. Universe. It was a episode. 
but it was so amazing. Poor, poor Kevin. Poor Kevin. Poor Kevin getting brained. He did get brained. However, he is deciding to be a cop he's a, now. So he is deciding true. to be a cop. He is gonna try and steal Tony's baby. Yeah, God. that promo, geez. Is awful. I he's I, like literally like. I think he's treated so badly by this show. Like I don't yeah. think that there is another character that has gone through it like he has. Yeah. Like Cheryl has, but she gets her like epic moment like every episode. Kevin's had no epic moments. <laughs> Cheryl gets her epic moment every episode, and she, like they acknowledge that she's like suffered immensely. Kevin. Like, Kevin, it's just like sorry that you are a failure. One kidney. One chunk missing from his brain cop failed broadway actor failed broadway failed teacher failed father yeah and that he backed out cheated on his long-term partner yeah i feel like a lot of these are the reason he's not getting as much sympathy is that he's caused a lot of like i know but it feels like he's like a plot punching bag yeah definitely yeah he has been like he's going through it and he has not had a lot of like balance at all it's like a lot of him just always having a bad time but then no one really being like oh wow kevin's having a really bad time like they just kind of like leave him to suffer i just i do feel like they're also like they're being mean to the character but in a way that's like especially mean because they're making him not really a sympathetic yeah so it's like, yeah. like he's suffering and we can't feel that bad for him with yeah. a lot of that. like it's that's especially mean I yeah like the like hammer the to the head directly like next to him being a cop like they balance out I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's just like does Kevin have a no wonder he keeps joining cults <laughs> Are there any Kevin fans? <laughs> Does anybody watch the show for Kevin? Kevin fans, sound true. off in the comments. <laughs> I feel like season one, people we had like Kevin fans because it was cool because he was, he was there and he was gay, and he was like, one of the main. We meeting Riverdale Nation, Riverdale oh. Barb's everywhere. Like Kevin was a big character in yeah. season one. He's and it was a big one of the most like lines in the first episode. Yeah. Yes, and it was a big deal because also I feel like because they were like look at this Archie Comics character that is gay yeah it was like notable it I literally like one of the very first scenes of the show when they're in Betty's room and she doesn't have her shirt on it to indicate that he's gay yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like he really this fucking guy and he was gonna leave and go back to Broadway and they're like no stay here and he got brained by a hammer instantly Come on. Also, isn't he supposed to be taking care of the baby? Yeah. Isn't the whole reason he stayed? Well, now he's going to get custody. Or he's going to try. Yeah. Isn't the baby the child of Tony and Fangs? We don't know who the dad is. Okay. It was a surrogate baby for Kevin and Fangs as a couple to raise. Right? But Kevin was cheating on Fangs. So they was he? yeah he was he was going he was he was cruising in the woods. I thought they were no. Oh, that was the whole thing. They were like when we were long distance. I thought because they they were were like, the, remember the truckers? Was, yeah, he was a trucker. Yeah, but I thought that was 
like they were had like an open relationship in that I think yeah no they did they did you're right but he like like cared more about that like he because rumored fangs was like i don't want to have an open relationship anymore and like, oh yeah and he was like but Kevin mm, still did it anyway. oh yeah yeah okay yeah i'm with you um and so they were gonna raise the baby together and then they broke up and then fangs and tony were still gonna raise the baby and i guess kevin was just leaving him high and dry yeah <laughs> well because his life's his life is a mess really. that's true imagine you are a surrogate and then the couple's like never mind i'd be pissed yeah. What am I supposed to do with this thing? Well, yeah. like that's like a, I don't know, like a concern. Like that's genuine. I know it's genuine. I'm saying I would be mad. All right. I'm just letting everyone know. <laughs> if any, if I'm ever a surrogate for you, don't you dare back out. I'd be so mad. <laughs> I got. What would happen? Because they're paying so happen? much money to the surrogate. Like, do did they still have to pay the surrogate the money? Probably depend if you signed a legally. Usually, there's document. a contract. Yeah, uh, there's a contract. Like, yeah, yeah, usually, yeah, because it is a, a lot of money and a lot of commitment. That's what I'm doing if I am ever surrogate. I'm getting a contract for sure. So anyone trying to scam me, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Jay's just looking off into the distance. Charlie keeps DMing me and she's like, please surrogate for me. I'm on tour right now. I can't be pregnant. She's like, I can't wear those bikinis when I'm pregnant on tour. I can't do it. And you have to and I'm te- and she, but she won't sign a contract. She's being really cagey. Also, she's messaging me from a like a like a non-verified account. It You're just said it- baby for a Charlie XX impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's get back to it. Kevin is going to be a police officer. He is a police officer. He already was, was right? Like a couple of episodes ago, outfit. I feel like. He, yeah. Well, we saw him this episode with his outfit on. Yeah. Ugh. I think in the last episode, he was like, hey, dad, I want to oh, do your Yeah. That's and then true. in this episode, they're like, hey, he's And my they were dad. like, sure. <laughs> um, and he's going to try to get custody. So, God, he really is the loser of the show. He really is. I, Bella totally clocked that Percival was going to have mind control persuasion mm-hmm. abilities. Mm-hmm. Completely got it. A lot of really bad sci-fi soap operas in high school. <laughs> and so whenever Name there's one. like I mean I what don't is a want sci-fi it. soap opera? Okay, so one of them I would say that classifies as a sci-fi soap opera is called Resurrection. Which okay. is like okay. all these people who have died within the basically like all the people who died in the town of Riverdale for the past fifty years. Um, like a bunch of them just suddenly reappear, mm-hmm. like just as young as they were when they died. So it's like wow. The first scene is like this boy is found and they bring him and they're like, mm-hmm. Excuse me, sir, we found your son. He's like, That's not funny. My son's been dead for 45 years. No. Like eight-year-old son walks in and he's like, what? (laughs) And so then, but then some of them have powers, and then some of them are the devil, 
I think she's pregnant with the Antichrist. It got weirdly religious. Classic. Very weird. But I had a string of watching a lot of those shows in high school when I couldn't sleep. And they got really crazy. And a lot of them involved people coming back from the dead. And now they have superpowers. And a lot of times one of them can read minds. That's a great power to have. Yeah. In Alphas, which is not, it's like more of a, respected show mm-hmm. but is like a sci-fi show that has a character who if she holds people's eye contact she can be like super persuasive when she's talking to them so That's she'll be like too. oh mm-hmm. i have the documents right here and she'll hand them like a blank piece of paper and they'll be like yes these are the documents that i needed thank you please go through or whatever that's a good one she has has like a baller life where she has like (laughs) she doesn't have to pay rent or do like shit nice um we should when we should try that when this season of um riverdale is over we should watch heroes with all this no we should no you don't want to watch heroes why is it what's wrong it's really dark it is really dark. It is? Yeah. It's like really violent. Oh, man. Really it really is. I was just off the cuff suggesting. I'm just but like, I'm shocked that you don't, that you're like genuinely. I'm a, I think I'm above it. You think you're above it? You don't watch. I'm not really, you know what? Let's just keep going here. I won't. <laughs> I you started se- season it. four yeah, of Secret Life of the American Teenager today. <laughs> it's so, so grim right now shockingly yeah we could talk later it's fine i would be down to watch heroes i just thought it'd be funny if i was I, kind if of I just denied it up, but i'm just shocked that you were so well we have to go back yeah. and finish season one of riverdale also yeah we have to watch season one episode four rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> well they haven't given us any breaks to watch it it's <laughs> funny all right um all right keep going sapphic slut <laughs> Yes, she said that. No, she said that in the episode. Um, Thoughts, very, feelings. They really. It was funny. It was good. It was a good line. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. I can't. Yeah, I thought she like... totally pwned her. I had. I've missed her like i I, verbal abuse verbal abuse (laughs) kind of yeah i wish that we could have her without that obviously but we can't i I like the actress natalie bolt Mm -hmm. um she's fun to see her i think she has the very i was thinking the other day about how madeline patch i feel like bring something to the character and delivery of Cheryl that I have not seen anywhere else like I was thinking about a different actor like she delivers her lines mm-hmm. in such a very specific way in the way she talks because like Madeline Pesh doesn't talk like that like in just the way yeah. she speaks her voice is like she has like a Cheryl voice yeah and I think Natalie Bolt does a similar just like the way she delivers just the bizarre nonsense that she has to say like the two of them specifically I'm not talking about Riverdale nonsense I'm talking about like when they're saying like like harlot and 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 phantasmagoria and stuff like stuff like that they but they're very good at it i think they're both very good that's my thoughts (laughs) um also god 
what's the deal? I was thought it was interesting that they brought uh, that when Pickens was at the town hall meeting, he's like, I am related to the ancestor of Pickens or whatever. And Tony brought up like the genocide thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, Riverdale, remembering. Yeah, I was keeping like, it, you keeping it in there. Thing, yeah. But I wonder if that will come up even one more time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know I this is kind of more prediction territory, so we can move on to that in a second if you want. But like, I'm just trying to think about, maybe, maybe I'll save it for that, actually. I just want to muse a little bit about Pickens and where he's going with it. So never mind. I felt like that, yeah, maybe that was almost, it felt almost like that was them making their stance on how terrible Percival Pickens's political views are mm. being like this is the modern day version of like these old atrocities or whatever like not that they're the same at all but just like I wonder mm-hmm. if they're trying to say like he's this evil like he's so right. terrible mm-hmm. and like and then having him reveal like his terrible thoughts um but yeah, I thought that was interesting that they just kind of threw that in as like a one line and then moved on. My yeah. sister's texting me right now. And sorry to interrupt, but there's a this is related. Um, so there's a character on the television show Jessica Jones named Kilgrave, who's a British guy that can control people. That's true. Played and by David Tennant. Played by David Tennant, and he like dresses like extremely similar to Percival, which I think is how does funny. Percival dress? Suits, suits. That's it. Yeah, like just, okay. yeah. Sorry, but like it's. I think it. I think it is. Whatever. Interesting. I mean, yeah. A British I man, and I was, was just. My, I was telling my minds. sister about the episode. So is, is, is that Kilgrave? And I was like, it's the same idea too, though, where he just I mean. like says the thing to them, and then they agree. Yeah, they agree, and then they do awful things. Like he's the villain. Jessica Jones. What a moment in time. What a moment in time. There were, there was another season of that show. I know. I didn't watch it. Yeah. But I like so, season yeah. one. But yeah. But anyway, post-war, I guess, reminds me of that. So. It's like, um, thanks for listening. Who'd you guys' MVP be for this episode? Oh, real MVP quick. VB. Can we talk about what do you guys think happened with Sketch Alley? Did he just like kill all of them? Or I think did he, he no, I think he like told them to get on a bus yeah. and go. But like okay. I think he's, he's probably they're not gonna be very well off because he gave him a hundred dollars and put him on a bus to somewhere else. Well, so he says that and then Archie is like, Yeah, like we're gonna believe you. Like it made it sound like, well, there like no one saw him do it, but they are all gone i don't think he killed them i, I think but like i, think maybe, I don't think he gave them money i think he forcefully removed them in some way and maybe used sheriff keller like he like convinced he took his him money to, or something like that or like like power i just kind I of guess. i i thought because of his i have supernatural abilities yeah i think my belief is when like archie was like like we're gonna believe you like like they're gonna believe that all the people went willingly. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's that makes sense. Um, I think it's just meant to be him. Yeah, him saying that. Like, 
that it is unbelievable that he just literally talked to them and they were all like, oh, okay. Yeah, see ya. That's what I thought from that. Well, so then what was the purpose of braining Kevin? I guess so that people was his- when, So people wouldn't be like, hey, this sucks, like that you're doing this. Okay. Wait, yeah, why didn't he just do that in the first place, though? To what? It, yeah, because I think to them to seemed, get them to leave. it seemed pretty specifically targeting Kevin as the son of the sheriff. Yeah. So that he could get, so that he could get the help. So the sheriff wouldn't be like, "Hey, this is a shitty thing to do." Maybe, you know, like so that the sheriff would not have a reason to stop him. Putting the pieces together. We we understand. (laughs) We understand. Uh, (laughs) Oh oh, yeah. Do you want to do Tony Corner? Yeah. Yes, Tony Corner. Yeah. Um. I thought that Tony looked very gorgeous in this episode. There were moments where I was like, wow, she's very stunning. She looked great. Um, I liked her involvement. I do love that the gang is considered like a reputable um, underwriter for the micro home. Um, and that they're painting the house, they're painting the little house like that. Um, I wish she was in it more, as always. I liked that she like talked to Tabitha, I guess, though it was just like so they could be business owners, I guess, or whatever. She is a business owner, like the one is a business. Um, I wish she had talked to Cheryl. I wish there was a part where you were getting up where she was talking about uh, talking you know a little being a little sassy to pickens about like the genocide mm-hmm. and uh cheryl or abigail was like smirking at her like yes so um but yeah for once i did not have terrible complaints about either cheryl or tony i feel like um i'm excited for both of them and i'm not like witnessing a train wreck like about to happen or anything so all good. Yay. I'm a little concerned for Tony. Yeah. Because um, I am frightened that she's not bisexual anymore. You think? <laughs> she yeah. just said, you're kidding. This Sorry. episode, they didn't even mention it. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't state that she was a member of the queer community. And so right. I'm a little mm-hmm. frightened that it's gone away. I did get you. I'm sorry. You were gently. Yeah. <laughs> Any more thoughts before we move on? Go right ahead. Uh, are Alice and Frank officially like living together? I'm scared. They that... showed them like having breakfast together. That's true. I'm quite frightened that Probably. Alice is going to like sleep with Percival or something. I'm very frightened because she was like, she was really craving his wave. And he was, and, and when she was on the news and she was like, these despicable homeless people, <laughs> she was like being so annoying. Uh, I, I can't imagine being a, sorry, go ahead. I can't imagine being an Alice, like a huge fan of Alice after all this. Like imagine like her character, like like her character right now is just like her being like kind of sucky. Yeah, I agree. Again. Reverted Sorry, to yeah. season one, Alice. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. What were you saying, Bella, before I cut you off? 
that i was saying that i feel like it's (laughs) i feel like she's reverted to her season one self which feels kind of cheap because it's like we've seen her grow so much Mm -hmm. that have her suddenly like and i feel like they've done that with her specifically and her unbelievable mental illness last season (laughs) and the death of her children gee or death of her child like and she's like over it i guess I mean, they brought up Polly in this episode, but maybe she deserves a little republicanism as a treat. She deserves <laughs> she needs to be a republican a little bit. Because <laughs> of how hard she's had it. I don't know. Who would you guys' MVP be for the episode? There weren't um, a lot of outstanding character moments, I feel like. I it was just, it was a lot of motion. Can I go first? Mm-hmm. I say Cheryl, just because mm-hmm. of her epic, like when she turned around and looked so epic in front of the fire. Um, <laughs> and her standing up to her mom and her mental torment dreamscape. That was pretty epic. Um, I said that a lot. But I do, what? I thought she was, I thought it was like a good moment for her, I guess. Like we've seen her suffer at the the hands of her mom so often and then like I thought it was like deep I guess like to see it again like she's just like experiencing like that mental anguish even though it is like supernatural or whatever um but it was a good moment for her so and she's like taking some control over her body so true yeah well I'm gonna say Britta I feel like she's being so much more competent than the mm-hmm. protagonists were when they mm-hmm. were her age. Yeah. Like she's like <laughs> actually like seeing what's going on. She's like, no, actually, I know that Cheryl is still alive because I saw her in this mirror, and I mm-hmm. think there must be a way to get her. Mm-hmm. And blah blah. blah. Oh, I need to write down. her a message instead of saying it out loud. Oh, I need to do blah 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 blah. Like, I feel like that's also competent, and she's yeah doing it pretty much all alone. And putting yourself in harm's way to do it, but like is she's doing it, great. She set out to achieve yeah. her goal and she did in a mere episode. Doing great. Apparently does not go to school anymore. Nope. Maybe but... it's the summer. Maybe there's no school because the teachers are all <laughs> trying to revive the economy did in they? one way or another. I feel like they did remember when they were like back to remote learning or something. Did that happen? Maybe. That feel I that when the school got all fucked up. I can't remember the order of events. I do feel school... like that was a meme at one point. So yeah, I feel like that happened. Yeah. Pepper placed her little mouse toy right on top of her banana toy. So this is big news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sweet. All on her own. Um. Anyways, my MVP... I'm gonna say Jughead because he kept he because he's reading minds and that's really all there is to it. There's nothing deeper. Just whenever he's he's first line in the episode since the explosion, I've been able to read minds. Like it like I was loving it so much, and he was also being kind of competent. And I like that he was doing it. Like he mm-hmm. was like, I'm gonna read Percival's minds. Like he's trying. Well, he had to to talk to him. No, I know. I liked that. But like. The- Sorry. Sorry. I liked that as the hint that you knew that Percival was doing something weird because you his 
thoughts and his speech were yeah. lining up. Yes. Yeah. I liked that. Of that like was something's neat. up. He knows that that Jughead is reading his mind. Mm-hmm. I meant more the thing where it was like you're poking around in my yeah, mind. Like no, I felt like was it was weird. less like he was reading his mind to hear what he was saying, and more just like he was like I'm suspicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just thought he was actually doing stuff, and I liked it, and I love that he can read minds. Can't get enough. Me too. That's great. Sorry, it's good, no, it's good stuff. Um, I'm gonna vandalize my own Jughead is calling T-shirt and write Jughead is reading my mind, and I must go. <laughs> Um, what would you guys give this episode out of 10? Um, I would give it seven out of 10 dreamscapes. Mm. Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it less than last week's episode. I thought that it was good to see some confidence in the characters and then I'm like so relieved that they actually talk to each other about their superpowers Jesus Christ I mean <laughs> like I was so scared that it'd be like a joke it still hasn't told anybody sort of thing but um it was entertaining I thought it was good setting up future conflict um I like that all the characters are like talking to each other again like with the last season when it was like we're all dealing with their own shit and they like weren't talking to each other that was just like so miserable um mm-hmm. so yeah it was good nice well um sorry we're giving our ratings yes i'm, okay. I'm deferred to you because i'm trying to think of a noun <laughs> so it's a race okay um I'm all Allie. I'm so sorry. What did you give it? Seven out of ten dreamscapes. Dreamscapes. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give. I it... heard the rest of it. I just wasn't no sure worries, what yeah. the noun yes. was. I'm gonna uh, give it. Um, sorry, I jumped in because I thought of one. Please you can go, go ahead, ahead first, though. No, okay. Please go. Um, I'm gonna give it six and a half rooms full of hay out of ten because the room full of hay is still That's featured, so I think good. it counts um because i liked it fine but it was more middle to me yeah you know i just i and i liked i you know can't stress enough love the reading minds and i love the powers and i love they're talking to each other and i even kind of love the weird evil 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 british man like i don't love him you know but i love that he's in it mm-hmm. like it's fun kind of but the episode I don't know it was kind of when I was reading my notes I realized I feel like a lot of the same stuff was just like happening over and over again Mm -hmm. like it was like Britta's in the dream Britta's in the dream Britta's in the dream or it's like they are concerned about the homelessness situation again 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 like it's like it was they were dealing with like a very insular things I feel like or not insular that's the wrong word but just like the same thing over the whole course of the episode as opposed to just like event 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 which I love personally made a a more cohesive episode but that's not what I'm here for so (laughs) that's my review I'm gonna give it yeah yeah I'll I'll give it six and a half out of ten homophobic hammers nice yep because i feel like i did i like a lot of what they're doing 
And I do, of course, love the trajectory that they're going, making, like embracing the camp and going with the superpowers and with this very, like, uh, cartoonish kind of villain of Percival Pickens. Like, I like that and I think it's fun. I just, I think, yeah, I think that they, I mean, Betty didn't show up until the very end. Like Betty was just given superpowers and then she's just gone for like 90% of this episode. I'm glad she's only gone for one episode though, actually. I thought it was going to be longer. And Archie doesn't use his powers until, like, except for the one time that he punches that van. Like, I think that, I think they think, oh, well, we have these huge plot points. So this is like, like this can't possibly be boring because we've just given them superpowers and just done all this stuff and it's like well you have to actually use them like Mm -hmm. i think it's once and i mean bingo the other superhero like he wasn't even in it yeah we did he was there okay he had no lines he had no no lines whatsoever Allie, you look so disappointed. Are you okay? No, yeah, I'm fine. Just Bella <laughs> said he wasn't there. And I was like, yeah, and you're like, and then you're both like, yeah, he was there. Like, no, I didn't know that he was With powers oh. weren't involved. Okay, I thought that was what Bella meant. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I just was like so lost. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I think Bella was like, they aren't talking about the powers. Bingo. And then whatever. So yeah. I just got. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry. I. Just, yeah, I wish that they would, I don't know. There were no murders in this episode, potentially. None. Somebody died, though. Someone did die. A lot of the stuff that, I think I'm excited for people to start coming back together. And, mm-hmm. like, they were kind mm-hmm. of doing that in this episode. Like, I like that Archie and Jug had finally talked. And, like, although it was off screen, but, like, they have a talk where he's like, I can read minds, blah, blah, blah. God, I wanted that scene. Yeah, one of that I real bad. Or like didn't have it. Yeah, I like that they are bringing them back together. I just wish that it would be for something that used their powers. I think it's building up to it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we it need is the like mid episode so we can appreciate the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful episodes predictions i've got mine they said it in the episode and i think it was a hint they said percival's a ghost when they were talking about his background but i think it was a little bit of ironic uh prediction someone on twitter said he's a ghost they thought that percival was created by the explosion um <laughs> which i thought was really interesting what does that even mean? <laughs> Well, they all have superpowers, so like it's not that so person. That's just not realistic. I'm kidding. It's what if he's like buried under? Like, what if his (gasps) remains were under Archie's house, and then the house blew up and it created? He brought it brought him to life, and like yeah, and he can control people. (laughs) (laughs) Because he says, yeah, he's like I've been. He's like, oh, you've so you've been in England. He's like, no, I've been traveling. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he's from Rivervale. (gasps) <gasps> I love that because he has like why does he have pictures of all of them like 
don't know. That's really interesting. Or maybe he's like an omniscient, like God sort of figure. What I think, okay, my other prediction about him, in contrast, he is the original Pickens, somehow immortal or de-aged or brought yeah, to life or something. Of alphas. Okay, well. <laughs> they're doing kind of a season two of alphas homage in this. <laughs> they really said fans that have seen season two of alphas are going to love to win this. <laughs> Those are my guesses for him, for sure, for the for the whole thing. Any? Um, I think there will be like a very epic scene where Cheryl overtakes her body over again over Abigail. Lots of like fire and the color red involved. I hope um, so. I think that Nana Rose will be in her hay room for the rest of the <laughs> next episode. Um, and I think that. There will be an epic evil gambling mafia montage the next episode too. Sorry, Pepper just ran sprinted but, down the stairs. <laughs> She's so distracting. Okay. I think um, Britta is going to perform a magical act. Yes. I think that Betty's I think I think Archie is going to start having side effects from his power mm-hmm. as well. So we kind mm-hmm. of did that with the kryptonite, whatever, like with the palladium. Yeah. But I'm wondering he gets, like, if angry. like it kind of sucks like if it's hold. like her kryptonite is light. Like that really sucks. So I'm wondering if there's like a alternative thing. Did anyone else think that she was going to like murder him when she comes in? She's like, "Can you turn out all the lights?" And whatever I thought that it, she was going to turn out to be like Percival or something. Uh, this, like I somehow. did not think that. Wow. Okay. I think that Kevin me. will say. Oh, sorry. I think Kevin but, will say something like "back to blue" or something like that. It's <laughs> <Like> really awful. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna make Kevin wear one of those shirts that has the American flag with the blue stripe on it. He's gonna be wearing a Punisher shirt. Um, like you know how like. Whatever. I thought you meant like the album. No, I meant like <laughs> like the super like the anti-hero character. Is he a cop? No, but cops really love his character. Really? He's, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. His his image is like taken over by fascists in the United States. I, I did not know that. All right. I think he's gonna he's wear cool. the Punisher album shirt. And it'll be like a the pro cops. <laughs> Where's the bunch of your album? No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, pumped oh, for it. I oh. think that, do you think that uh, they're leading up to a romance between Veronica and Abuelita's ice man? Yeah. yeah. Why else would Veronica be talking to, to a man? Or do you have to be killed? Take time. <laughs> But don't worry, she'll come back to him. <laughs> and he will be fine. He yeah, won't I care at all. Maybe he'll like rescue her in some way and then they'll have like a romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Excited to see you. Mm-hmm. Excited to see the Serpent Queen's gambit. Yeah. Excited for Kevin to try and seize custody of this baby. Um, I'm not excited for that. But excited for probably an epic Cheryl moment 
yeah, I guess Abigail is going to try and work with Percival. That'll be interesting. Because mm. she said that in this episode. She was like, oh, this Percival guy has great ideas. I think he would be really helpful How will for it my work plan. For her to be controlled by Percival, though, because she has like two brains, two minds right now. That would be interesting. We'll I see. feel like maybe he, maybe she's, would she have overlapped with maybe original probably at some point because she was there like forever Mm -hmm. you know who i think overlapped (laughs) rose (laughs) are you laughing at this because last time you thought that nana rose would have been alive (laughs) (laughs) see just now when you said it i was like probably what's wrong (laughs) (laughs) she's like 45 years old I think Nana Rose is like 37. <laughs> That's why she's her spry young body. So she can sustain herself on all that hay. <laughs> Good learn. <laughs> Good learn. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, excited to see it. We will we'll be back next week. Um for now. Alan, can we get that famous sign off? See you later, Dinks.